All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Portions of this hour brought to you by BIE Engineering, your structural engineering specialist. Whether you're in the process of a renovation or building your dream home, BIE can help you out. Go to bieeng.com. Sports Radio is back. The Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440. Presented by PlayAlberta.ca, Alberta's only regulated online gambling website. I noticed that before. I'd have to elevate that one in the the great one hit wonders. Oh gosh, I love that song, man, for a long time. She was a beauty. I think I got that one on a back on a record that uh, my parents had bought. And I think it was called like something like Stars of 45. And there was like 45 songs. And it was like a double, it was like a triple set record. Oh man, came in a white. Container, I got to find, I think we might still have it at home. But, oof, used to listen to that one all the time. It's a great song. How can they only have one? How can they only have one hit? Like, it had such good promise. Didn't live up to it. It's tough. But, man, like, we could do a whole show on, if you only could have one one-hit wonder song, because there's lots of good ones. 
but you can only hit listen to one for the rest of your life, not every day, of course, what would you choose as your one one-hit wonder song to listen to? It's not an easy answer because there's lots of good ones. Welcome back to the uh, Monday edition of the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440. Because, hey, let's be honest, sports and music goes hand in hand. Right? So some of your great memories in sports will also involve some music. Like, I'll say right now, baseball might have the best connection to music simply because of the, you know, when the batter comes up to the plate, they play their songs. But right now, when you have closers and you have some dominant closers and they come out of the bullpen... And we all got to thank Ricky Vaughn, right? The wild thing. He started it, and it's caught on across baseball, and it's unbelievable, man. Like, there's there are certain games where I'd be like, I want to go to a game there just so when the reliever, then the closer comes out, I want to be there. I want to experience it. Like, Rivera in New York, are you kidding me? That was unreal for the longest time. Right now for the Mets, Diaz, great. So, I like it. Let's get to the uh, spec report. Brought to you by G.S. Construction. They are apologizing for creating traffic headaches for you right now. They're working in some pretty high-profile places on the Yellowhead and Stony Plain Road. They appreciate your patience. It'll all be worth it when it's over. G.S. Construction. As uh, Mark Spector joins us. Spec, I know this is a tough question. but you Okay, get, let's hear You get one, only one one-hand wonder that you can hear anytime you want. What is it? Oh, man. That's like, I don't know. You know, like when I think of one hit wonders, I think, you know, Boston had the greatest one. They were the best one album wonder band in my life. <laughs> right? Remember Boston? They oh, had one dude. album. Dune got tons of airplay. Like it was the most unbelievable album. And they never did anything else. Um, you know, how about uh, did Looking Glass ever do anything other than Brandy? You know, did uh, did uh, you ever hear a King Harvest outside of Dancing in the Moonlight? Um, hmm. You know, like there's so many. I don't know what's the best one. I don't know who the best one is. I mean, did did uh, who was that cat from Vancouver that did uh, Mama Let Him Play? You know, Gary um, oh. Deuce. Gary oh. Deuce, let him play. That's pretty good, right there. Yeah, that's didn't not do bad. Oh, that's not bad. Okay. All right. I'll go with that one. It's good. It's hey, you know what? There are some there's lots of really good one-hit wonders. They should just do like should be somebody there must be an album like there should be somebody who should put together like a place and I know that now everybody just downloads their music, but it could be like the greatest one-hit wonders and just go and you could click on it and they're all right there. That would be amazing. Maybe there is one. Somebody let me know. Is there one because I just want to go and download all the best one-hit wonders in an easy to find place. Probably Spotify has that. You know oh, what? I'll Next have to look. Bye. I'll have to look. All right. Um, now, I don't think he's a one-hit wonder, Speck, but he only got into one preseason game because he's 18 years of age. But Bo Akey for one game? Like, it's a preseason game and he's an 18-year-old kid, but, man, he left a pretty positive impression. That kid's patience and poise with the puck and confidence to try some passes, I was like, it was awesome to watch last night. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And that really says so much about about a young player, right? Yeah. It's the execution is almost the last thing. He'll figure out the execution. The fact that he's comfortable with the puck and the stick, he wanted the puck, he was okay to hang on to the puck. He tried some plays. You know, we like 
listen, and I'm not picking on Jesse Poyarvi, but he's a perfect example. As he lost confidence, he also lost the ability to hang on to the puck for more than a millisecond, right? Remember mm-hmm. his last six months? He oh. got it and he moved got it and he moved it. And to me, from the press box, I thought, there's a player lacking confidence. Well, this kid's 18. He has no right to have that kind of confidence, Jay. And, man, did he show it. He just was – like, he, he didn't make all great plays or anything, but he had the confidence and the wherewithal to hang on to the puck and make the right play and make some good plays. You know what? For a guy playing the first preseason game, I sure did like what I saw. Well, it's interesting. When I asked Brandon Sutter about it, like, his face lit up. He's like, we were talking about it on the bench, and we're laughing – it's, uh, you know, him and Derek Ryan, they're like, man, when I came in, as, and Derek Ryan was an older rookie, they are just like, I was scared to even try a play. And these guys are out here, you know, and we talked about the one where he did that blind backhand pass through his legs on the wall right into the slot on the power play. And I'm just like, are you joking right now? Like, that was awesome. Like, I just like the guys are even, A, he's got the vision to see it, and he completed the pass. Because it's trying it is one thing. But completing it's another one. And you know what? He's going to play junior this year. He's going to play junior next year. And then we'll see where he goes. And, and who knows what happens to him. But, man, for, for one preseason game, that's a pretty good impression. And so I move forward to tonight's Beck. And, you know, Raphael Lavoie doesn't necessarily make those type of plays. Who knows? But he's got a good shot. And, man, if there was ever a game where you look, Winnipeg doesn't have a ton of big names dressed. They got their top line, sure. And they got Morrissey and Pionk. But that's really about it. Like, if Raphael Lavoie, if you can't make an impression and stand out tonight, Spec, against a team that doesn't have a lot of NHLers, it's only going to get more difficult from here as as we get later in preseason. Usually the competition gets harder. Yep, yep. Whatever it is Raphael Lavoie does best, he better start doing it tonight. Uh, you know, we're, he's a 23-year-old player. He's been in the organization. He's taken steps, right? He took a nice step last year in Baco. And they're in a position, the Oilers, where I don't even if he plays great, they're going to have a hard time hanging on to this guy. No, you know he crack a team that's going to go with twenty-one players, and I'm here to tell you, seven of them are going to be defensemen. So he's got to play so well in this camp that he beats out a guy that we today consider to be a regular right winger, and that's you know he's the, the order is tall for Rafi Lavoie. Uh, he won't do it if he doesn't stand out in some of these games, like it's, it's time for him to take a step and say, Hey, look at me. I'm part of this thing. Don't put me on waivers because the Canadians are going to pick me up or Ottawa's going to pick me up. Uh, he needs to stake a claim because otherwise there's just, there's just not a spot. There's only 21 spots on this roster, man. And he's got to try to find a way to be one of them. Uh, quickly, uh, Hugh Jackson on the Henday, uh, East, uh, northbound just past the uh, baseline. The traffic is backed up, uh, past uh, Y Road, so that's obviously uh, heading north, so try to avoid that if you can, or if you're now stuck in traffic, just uh, crank it up on Sports 1440. So uh, there you go. Uh, Jason Greger, Mark Spector with you. Uh, you know, Spec, he's definitely the one guy there. It's funny, his his winging, his winger mate, Adam Ernie, is in the exact same boat. Now, the difference is he has some NHL experience, but he doesn't have a contract, and he's a guy, I think, like, he has to, he's a left shot on a team that has a lot of left shots, Spec. Like, Adam Ernie is going to have to almost have an out-of-body experience, I think, in training camp here for him to earn himself a contract when I just look at the tea leaves and I look at the amount of contracts they have. Yeah, absolutely, right? They're having a hard time hanging on to a guy they've invested in. I heard you say the other day, and I, I nodded my head, you know, organizations, when they've invested a bunch of time, a draft pick, and then several years, the way the Oilers have in Lavoie, if it's a toss-up between him and Ernie, who they haven't invested in for a second, you know who they're picking. 
So Adam Ernie, if you think Lavoie's in a tough spot to make this team, and he's a right shot, right winger, and he, you know, he can score. He's got that gift. Uh, Ernie's really, really got impressed for them to make room in their contract situation and their cap to sign him. I sense, you know, he's probably playing for the scouts from the other 31 teams every bit or more than he's playing for the, you know, coaching staff of the Edmonton Oilers to know. Yeah. Is that fair? I, I think that's a very fair assessment, right? And you know what? For him, he just looks and maybe that's what it was. He goes, hey, I'll go there and I can. Uh, we've seen that. Chris Versteeg was on a PTO in Edmonton and signed in Calgary. So it can happen, but he's there's a guy who's really got to stand out. And if you can't stand out tonight, I just think it gets uh, a little bit more difficult. Uh, Jay Woodcroft today said, uh, you know, he's intrigued by Bouchard and, and uh, Nurse playing together. They've played together in the past. He has CC with Kulak, which leaves DeHarnay or Broberg with Ekholm. And he hinted that, hey, maybe uh, playing with Ekholm will, will help Broberg's game somewhat. And it was interesting how he said, kind of help his game and calm it down. I'm just like, geez, like, do you think the orders are in the position to do that? Or if DeHarnay is playing better, does he just win that job automatically? Well, there's two things going on here. It's been a, uh, you know, all of us, many of us have, have made this, prediction this year that they're probably going to give bro this is broberg's big year and he probably gets that home to help him settle into the role the way it helped bouchard we're hoping that it helps or the owners are hoping that it helps broberg so that now that i see cc and kulak paired together the whole camp that tells me that's probably a pair we see nurse and bouchard that tells me that's probably a pair so where's the battle right the battle's going to be who gets to play with echo drna yeah. or Bro- you know i'm here to tell you the organization hopes that broberg wins that battle you know, Broberg's that young guy. He was a first-round pick. He he has all the, you know, he skates like the wind, blah, blah, blah. We've heard it all about Broberg. I'm a little tired of saying it myself. It's time for him to show it. Uh, he'll get the shot to win the job. And Darnay is just going to be chasing him and hounding him and standing there ready. If Broberg doesn't take this ball around with it this year, Darnay is going to be all over that spot. And, you know, it's going to get us to the trade deadline, and then they're going to see if they have to upgrade. But this is a huge, huge opportunity and moment for Broberg, pal. He's got to get after it here. He's got to start to do some things that make you notice him. We all love his his body of, you know, he's big. He skates. Uh, he looks pretty calm with the puck. Put it together. It's time for him to put it together. we got to leave the rink talking about how well Broberg played once in a while because we sure haven't done it enough times yet, have we? Mark Spector joins us from uh, Sportsnet. Yeah, I would agree with you. And uh, the Spec Report brought to you by GS Construction. Spec Peterson and Sutter both played last night, uh, both in the middle. Uh, got a little bit different opportunities. Peterson saw some power play time. I uh, was in the shootout. Uh, Sutter, more defensive zone draws on the penalty kill. What did you see from either one? Did, did you see this battle, which probably was fairly even going into camp? Did anything last night change your opinion? Do you put one guy slightly ahead of the other after one game? Well, I've got I got Sutter ahead of Peterson all day before the thing even starts. Okay. To me, to me, it goes like this: If Sutter is Sutter and Sutter does the things he does, he's going to get that job. They're going to sign him, and Peterson. There's not going to be room for Peterson. Peterson's the backup plan. If if it's not there for Sutter, then Peterson's standing there tapping his foot, saying, "Hey, boys, what about me?" He skates really well. I thought he handled the puck more than a lot of. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to tell you I've watched Peterson play much when he's in Anaheim. I didn't notice him much, but I thought he handled the puck well last night. He took it to the neutral zone a couple times. I don't mind that. But I, I don't think that it's much up to Peterson. I think that job is all up to Sutter. If he's healthy, 
if he's playing like Ken Holland said, if he's anything close to what he was when he was 30, uh, he's going to get that job and, and Peterson's going to be looking elsewhere. Speck, uh, enjoy game two of the preseason tonight, and uh, we will chat with you tomorrow. Going to be busy in the old office, eh? You got a hockey game on one screen. You got the Blue Jays on the other screen. Maybe a Monday night game somewhere up there. I'm not sure of TVs, Jay. Well, hey, I'm also watching. I'm trying to watch the, uh, the 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 Maple Leafs preseason game too. So yeah, I got a lot of things going. That's why it's why tonight the PBR is a dream. So uh, I'm not watching the baseball one. Does Jays have the night off? But uh, I probably should because it does have uh, AL ramifications. So maybe I'll have to channel surf there too. I'll get the con man working on that. All right. <laughs> Have a good one, right. Speck. Yep. That's uh, Mark Spector in the Speck Report brought to you by GS Construction. When we return, he will make his Sports 1440 debut. Kevin Woodley's been on the show for a long time, just coming to a new station. But we'll be the same insight when we talk goaltending with Woodley. Next on the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440 and live on Orders Nation YouTube, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Portions of this hour brought to you by Crystal Glass, the clear choice for all your auto, residential, and commercial glass needs. Call 310-GLASS or book now at crystalglass.ca. Sports Radio is back. The Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440. Presented by PlayAlberta.ca, Alberta's only regulated online gambling website. We roll through Monday afternoon, game day, Oilers into Winnipeg. Long bus ride from Fargo, but uh, they should make it in time as they get set to take on the Winnipeg Jets tonight. Um, Kevin Woodley is going to join us uh, momentarily. I should announce this. The Western Hockey League uh, just released this, that uh, they have announced that Kevin Constantine, who is the head coach of the Wenatchee Wild, has been suspended pending an independent investigation into alleged violations of WHL regulations and policies. So now Kevin Constantine had been suspended as a coach prior. Kevin Constantine has a previous record of being a tad over the top, right? Forcing guys to ride the bus for hours in their gear and lots of different ridiculous things in the past. And uh, now he is also being way too defensive mind as a coach. But uh, now he is um, being investigated. So we'll see what uh, what comes of it. So uh, we'll, uh, I guess we'll find out. But back to launch investigation like this, probably not looking, uh, not looking great for him, I would think. So. See what happens. Hey, Greg, your nephew just got an assist. Oh, I, I, I'm aware. It was perfect right during the commercial break. Hey, hey, man, got to get you. Got to get noticed. I don't care who you are. You need to get noticed in the uh, in the preseason. Veteran guys, you know, especially young guys coming to new organization. You want to do it, right? Raphael Lavoie, I think he's got a huge opportunity tonight. He's going to have to show up though. Right now, it doesn't always mean with points. Now, points. Hey, they definitely helped. Don't get me wrong. I thought Dylan Holloway had a really strong game last night. Didn't have any points. But he had a really strong game. You made an impact when you were done. You're leaving the building. You're like, hey, Dylan Holloway noticed him. He was all around the puck all night. And that's what Raph, big Raph, if, if he really wants to push for a job, we'll see. 
because it's going to all be up to him. Hey, Greg, do you think Woodcroft's putting Lavoie into a position to succeed compared to who Lane Peterson played with yesterday? Again, if you need your line mates to be the main reason for your success, that helps. Don't get me wrong. It helps. But, hey, we've seen in Edmonton the last few years, just because you play with Connor McDavid doesn't mean you produce. So I, I don't know if I can, I can say for sure that it's uh, just on the line mates. Now, this is one game. Like, I looked at last night's roster. Which right winger would you have taken out to put him in? Like, you're going to say, okay, Derek Ryan? Like, the preseason's also, yeah, you want guys' opportunity, but you also want to have continuity. And he, like, he's played, Pe- and Peterson, by the way, is basically filling a spot for Ryan McLeod, right? If Ryan McLeod was healthy, I'm not sure Lane Peterson would be in that line. I think McLeod would be there with Fogel and Ryan. And then Sutter would be with Jan Mark and Holloway. Because if you look at it, that's kind of, we. they've given us a blueprint of what Jay Woodcroft thinks his lines will be. And then he'll shuffle a few things around. So I, I don't know if it's more about Lane Peterson getting a bigger opportunity or the fact that Ryan McLeod uh, is banged up to start camp. If Ryan McLeod's healthy, he probably plays in that role last night. So we'll... Uh, We'll see where that goes. Hey, guys, did anyone else see Pelche throwing barbs at Sutter? Yeah, and he said he was joking. Humor's allowed. Humor's allowed. He just said, hey, they know number 49 more than number 22. So it's a little bit of a joke. I think humor's allowed. I I didn't think it was that massive of a – to me, that's not a barb. So um, I don't look at it uh, too much like that. So you'll see. Hey, Greg, is there any other defenseman that could push DeHarnay or Broberg right now? Well, the only one I would see is, is Nima Linen and like. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Resistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
DeHarnay's bigger than Niemelainen, and he's a right shot. So I just I don't I don't see how Niemelainen really pushes him to be honest. Like if you're Marcus Niemelainen, you would probably hope that a team would claim you on waivers and just see get another opportunity, a different of opinion somewhere else. Right? That's kind of that's how I view it at this point. I don't um I, I don't see any anywhere any way around it. That's just He's now, you know, probably two injuries away from getting the lineup, though. Right. One from a recall. And that's what happens sometimes when you become a better team. Right. Like you just you've got to elevate your game. And if you don't elevate your game. Then it's hard. And so Nima Linen, like before, you know, DeHarnay, look at the last few years. Now he's a right shot. That helps. But look at the last few years. Look at the improvement of DeHarnay. He's taken bigger steps, I think, the last three years than Nima Linen has. And that's why DeHarnay was the guy who was in the regular season in the playoffs for the majority of the time last year for the Edmonton owners. So. Hey, guys, I thought it was funny, but it's also a barb, and that's from a Flames fan. I loved it myself. But was it a big barb? Like, he's suggesting that the coach, you know, maybe didn't play him, but was he ready to play last year? That's the question. Right? Like, it's game one of a preseason. Let's let's see if Pelche, because what happens if he's not in the lineup this year for the Flames? Then is it basically now he's just put himself, you know, as a bullseye on his back to say, yeah, yeah, I was chirping a, a coach with two Stanley Cups because I had one good preseason game. And I don't think it's that bad of a, of a bar, but I, uh, hey, and I don't mind it, but now there's a little bit of pressure on him to have to kind of show up and make sure that, he does continually get noticed. No question about that. We'll uh, find out uh, where Kevin Woodley is. Oh, Woodley's getting a fine, and it's his first appearance. And his MIA con man, what's up? Great question. I don't know. He's not answering the phone. He uh, hasn't joined our, our little link that we sent him to hop on via the stream. So I think you're right. He confirmed. He said he'd love to come on today. And now we're we're looking for him. So the fine will be... Hefty. Hey, guys, any idea on what happened with Constantine? No, and I'm, I'm not even going to speculate, right? I I will quote Maya Angelou. When someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. If anybody at the start of the season would have asked Hey, which coach do you think might be get under investigation? And we, you know, now this could be for a variety of different things, but just to even be under investigation and suspended from your team, you've done something, right? They they don't just randomly do it. I, at least I wouldn't think. Although I will say this: the WHL, you know, they suspended those uh, players from Moose Jaw last year, and uh, based on what they wanted the players to do, and being truthful, those players did. And I'm not sold that that story is necessarily over as far as the players and their families saying, hey, wait a sec. You kind of drug our kids' names through the mud and there wasn't really a reason to do it. Now, that's totally different. I have no idea what Constantine did. But I do know that that investigation, there were some people that were being investigated that felt like, hey, wait a sec. We did exactly what you wanted us to do and then this is how you treated us. So not necessarily big fans of it. So, 
in, in this case, obviously there had to be some sort of complaint, I would think, against the head coach. Into what realm? I have no idea. But his past record of how he treated some of his players was less than desirable. That's a fact. I can't speculate on what he did this time, but his past track record would tell you that mm, maybe, maybe going old school might not have been the best idea. Right? Some people have a hard time. Change is difficult for all of us. Think about how many people out there tell you, you know what, I got to lose 10 pounds. And that's just about yourself. I got to lose 20 pounds. And they can't do it. It's really hard. It's hard to change your habits. Whatever they are, it's hard to do it. Right? Everybody has something maybe that we'd like to change about ourselves. Right? I know I do. few things. I'd like to be able to count to 10, be a little bit calmer in times. Work some days. Not always. Tell you that. Ask my wife. She'd be the first one to attest to that. So change isn't easy. But when you're in certain positions, if you don't change, guess what? You're out. It's that simple. That simple. Now, there's a lot of people texting in that, hey, Gregor, there is a a, a one-hit uh, wonder channel on iHeartRadio. Well, which one? Let me know. Let me know. I don't have time to search all over. I want to know. Hey, boys, you should get Terry Ryan to sing some ACDC at the beginning of the show to get everyone pumped up. Well, TR doesn't mind singing. And you know what? In two weeks' time, the opening week of the NHL regular season, maybe. Maybe I'll have a little singing. Who doesn't like a little singing? So, One Hit Wonder, the station, very easy to find. Oh, yeah? The last songs played, uh, Respect Yourself by Bruce Willis. Listen to Your Heart by DHT and Am I Wrong by Nico and Vins. Wow. <laughs> I forgot Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's a classic. Classic. So, hey, guys, anyone else notice the refs are quick to put the sends in the box? I don't even cheer for them, but every game I watch them, the refs are give them penalties that are weak constantly. Well, now let's look at uh, last season quickly on uh, which teams in the NHL were the uh, the most penalties. Because did you know, now the Sens, I think the Sens draw a lot of penalties, but they also take a lot of penalties, kind of like the Edmonton Orders. Did you know the Edmonton Orders had the six most power play opportunities and were shorthanded the six most times? So uh, last year, the Ottawa Senators were the second most penalized team in the NHL, 296. The Arizona Coyotes were the most at 319. Then you look at power play opportunities. Ottawa Senators, the most in the league at 306. So you, you can't, if you're seeing them take a lot of penalties, sure. But they're also getting a lot of power plays. And if you actually look at numbers like that, there is a correlation. Teams that get a fair amount of power plays, in the most cases, not always, are getting a fair amount of penalty kill. Like look at Vegas. Vegas had the fewest time shorthand in the NHL, and I think the second fewest power plays. Like, it was 205 to 196. Like, it was it was ridiculous. Edmonton Games had, like, 160 more total power play chances for both teams than a Vegas game. So, there's something about games get, I don't know, maybe the players, there's more emotion in those games, and all of a sudden there's one penalty, or maybe the official's like, oh, my goodness, I've called one, now i got to call the other, and back and forth, maybe. 
But you're right that Ottawa gets a lot of calls against them, but they also gets a lot of calls in their favor. So it uh, it kind of works out both ways for them. So see how it goes. We'll take uh, a quick break, come back and uh, wrap things up. It is the uh, Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440. You can text us. 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube inbox. Be sure to stop in for a Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Oil Change right now. And when you do, you're going to receive a digital $20 gift card for one of only 30 local vendors. You get to pick which one you want. Support local, JiffyLubeService.ca. Welcome back. Uh, one late lineup change for the uh, Oilers. Uh, the plan was to have Vincent DeHarnay play back-to-back, but... Maybe he's a little banged up. Who knows? But uh, Philip Broberg got uh, pulled off the ice at the uh, morning skate today in practice. And uh, why? Because he's now in. He will play with Hoffenmeyer. And uh, DeHarnay will not dress tonight for the uh, orders on the back end. So uh, another opportunity for Broberg. See what he can do. And I look at their defense. Kulak Sisi. You have Deneen. You have Warner. Could they put Broberg on the number one power play tonight? Why wouldn't you? What else are you going to put there? Just a small little thing. Hey, if you want to get guys a little bit of confidence, why not try it? Just uh, food for thought. So uh, see how it goes. Hey, Greg, is uh, 1440 going to have a Monday Night Football after six? Uh, no, we have a contract that is uh, existing until uh, the end of the year. So uh, no, not, uh, not right away, but uh, maybe in the future. Uh, coming in October, we will have uh, Fox Sports from 9 p.m. until 7 a.m. and then 24-7 on the weekends. And uh, if you're an NFL fan, if you're a football fan, the weekend coverage is going to be great in um, you know NFL season. And then they've got lots of other shows for basketball and baseball. And uh, they even got a few guys who like hockey, which is nice for uh, Canadian fans. That is uh, That is great. So there you go. A few more uh, texts coming in in our Jiffy Lube inbox. Jay Greger at tsn1260.ca. Hey, boys. Any reason why Edmonton still plays eight preseason games? I see some other teams are playing five and six. What's the point? Especially when the team is pretty much set from Justin. Justin, it's a very good question. I can tell you right now why. M to the O to the E to the E, or sorry, M to the O-N-E-Y. That's why. It's that simple. You have an extra home game in the preseason. Make a little extra cash. There's no other reason why. You don't need it, but that's why they do it. I, uh, I would agree with you wholeheartedly for the next few years in Edmonton that they are a highly competitive team. The uh, preseason, for the amount of, even if you had spots open for one or two guys, you would have more than enough time in six games to get them a good look. So that is why they uh, don't do it. Hey, guys, you mentioned Ottawa and all their power play and penalty kill. Isn't that just the refs uh, managing the game? I'd have to go through every game and see. In some cases, maybe. Now, there are some teams that had 27 and 37 more power play opportunities than penalty kill. And then there's some teams who had, like, Arizona. Right? Like, and Arizona's a bad team. Right? But Arizona had infinitely more time shorthanded than they were on the power play. Significantly more. So, for some teams, yeah, it's close. 
but there are some. So I, I don't know how can you say, well, they manage this team's games, but they don't manage that one. We'd have to go look and go game by game and see if it happens. All right, and how many games, like what if one game they're up three power plays and the next game they're down three? So they still even out and they have the same amount of penalty kills and power plays. I'd literally have to go through it. It would be painstaking. And to be honest, I don't have the time. I'll be bluntly honest. If someone would like to do it, create it, go through it for every team, I'm all over. But it's not, uh, I'm not sure how realistic uh, it is. So we'll see. Hey, guys, I'm just checking in on Connor. I haven't heard him talk much today. Is he that distraught about Mike Williams? Comes in from uh, Jerry. Well, Jerry, you might be onto something. No, no, I'm good. I'm good, Jerry. I mean, hey, we're, we're used to it at the as Charger fans. There's always some sort of injury. Uh, Greg, I remember very fondly driving back from Elks practice one day, and you sent me a text about Hunter Henry, broke the nose, the news to me. It's going back like four years now. Uh, Derwin James, Joey Bosa, whoever it might be. You know what? You just got to gotta go with that next man up mentality. They drafted Quentin Johnson for a reason. They got Joshua Palmer there. They'll, they'll find a way to get through it. It could not be worse than last year when Justin Herbert was throwing to DeAndre Carter and Michael Bandy for a couple games. We still got Keenan. He got some other guys there. Well, it's he got all, the rookie. Didn't their first-round pick a receiver? Yeah, Quentin Johnson. Yeah. And he, so he'll he'll get more looks. Joshua Palmer is going to get more looks. The depth at receiver drops off pretty quickly after that. But, hey, you're still pretty good three deep. You got some nice tight ends. Hopefully, Ecker can get healthy. Not Not panicking quite yet. And it's Raider week. It's fantastic. Best time of the year. And, man, what about uh, DeAndre? Uh, what about Swift? Man, he's just rushing the ball like a wild man so far this season. Tons of carries um, for the uh, the Eagles. And so far, like, it really makes that, I'm wondering about that, uh, you know, some people like, ah, oh, you know, look at the Eagles and what they gave up and to get him and what they paid him compared to what they paid the three different guys last <laughs> year. I think Swift so far is looking like a better decision. 100%. Yeah, you're talking about it right now. He's averaging nine yards per carry right now. Like, that's absolutely unbelievable. That's probably not going to stay for the remainder of this <laughs> game. But no. uh, if you have one guy who can get the job done, why why worry about that? You, you hope he stays healthy, of course, but they do have depth at that running back position. Kenny uh, Gainwell's got in there for a carry, not quite the productivity of DeAndre Swift. I got him on the waiver wire in my 18 league, Gregor, which... Uh, I'm I'm very happy about needing him to hit the red or the uh, end zone about three or four times tonight to give me a chance. But yeah, I I don't I don't like to doubt what Philadelphia does with their management. And what he, <laughs> and Joe Burrow he's in that what we're hearing looks like he's in. Yeah, looks like they on Yahoo at least they dropped the questionable tag. So it looks like Joe Burrow is going to be good to go. Super Bowl rematch. Hey guys, where's Connor at tonight? Did I hear he's by my house in the North End from Jerry? Yes, Jerry, he is. He's on. Uh, he's at the Brew House. North End, which is 97th Street Cons and 127th Ave. That's it, 97th and 127th Ave. I'll be uh, rushing over in a few minutes there. Get a chance to qualify two people to go to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. And Connor will buy you a beer. Oh, yeah. To come down. Uh, maybe he'll have one with you. He's got a Drownosaurus. Pretty distraught right now. Well, maybe not that distraught, but a little bit. He's putting on a good brave face. I, I respect it. He's putting on the brave face right now. But uh, deep down, he's, uh, he's a little sad. Because it's another year for the Chargers and another year for a big injury. So, hey, Gregor, what's the rule? What happens if the Orders somehow had guys sick and couldn't play? What would they do in the preseason game? It's a good question, Mike. What happens? Basically, they always travel with one extra skater, and usually it's a forward. 
Because I guess they feel like, you know what, we can play with five defensemen. I would probably argue, wouldn't you bring the extra guys a defenseman because you could play with 11 forwards a lot easier than playing with five defensemen. That would just be me. So maybe some teams take an extra D, but usually it, it seems that they fly the extra forward. Now, you don't have many who can play both. You could go with seven four defensemen on the trip, and then if one doesn't play or somebody gets hurt up front, you can always move a defenseman up for a shift or two. But that's what happens, and I guess... Like, I don't know, would it have to be like the E. coli breakout that just happened recently where you had guys that sick and suddenly they couldn't play? I would think if there was too many ale, they, they might just postpone the game. Because you got to remember, like the orders left Edmonton, I think around 1 o'clock today to get to Winnipeg in time for the game. So they, they don't have uh, many other options for that. That's just how it goes. It's that simple. Guys, why would the orders send down Bo Wakey after that good of a game? Why not give him another... Try it. Doesn't that just send the wrong message to the kid from Douglas? I don't. I don't think so, Douglas. I, I talked to Bo yesterday in the room, and and I wrote about it. I'll I'll, I'll read you the uh, the transcription of uh, of my interview with uh, with Bo Aiky. You know, just talking about uh, a few things from him, just because we don't have time to get to the audio because we're having a little bit of audio issues. But uh, you know, he asked about the his first NHL preseason game. Uh, first time stepping into that atmosphere was pretty cool. You realize how big the rink actually is and how big. The atmosphere is a cool experience. I came here for a reason, to play my game and work my hardest. And if I make a mistake, the coaches said they would live with it. We should be present, not perfect. I like that line. It's a big confidence booster going out there and knowing the coaches have confidence in me. What was the best moment? The atmosphere. From standing here to having Connor McDavid fist bumping you and him shaking hands with you. It's insane. You have Leon Dreisaitl walking out when you are eating saying, see you tomorrow. It's just the whole atmosphere. Yeah, Bouchard chatting with you on the bench, working through plays with you. You're sitting beside Darnell Nurse on the bench and here in the room and talking to him about the game. It is awesome. You have all these guys giving you fist bumps, hyping you up. The atmosphere is definitely the coolest part about being here. What was your goal coming into camp? Just leave an impression. Work my hardest. Be a good person. Be a good teammate. I think I did a pretty good job of making an impression here and over in Penticton. I did the best I could, and that's all I could hope for. Really got to like his attitude from a young Bo Ake. He's 18 years of age, very polished, very confident young man. And I think it's fair. He left a good impression. But again, I don't get too overhyped about a preseason game. I just, I caution, I've seen lots of guys have great preseasons. Right? Magnus Pajarvi. Remember when he had the hat trick in the preseason and everyone's like, oh my goodness, this is unreal. That'll be great. This one's for Connor. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm wondering how the ex-Miami Dolphin coach Brian Flores lawsuit's going. Is suing the NFL for racial discrimination is the reason the Dolphins let him go. You think the Finns maybe made the coaching change to McDaniel based on something other than skin color from Farmer Kevin? I mean, it was a pretty toxic relationship. I don't, I don't know if all the facts have come out yet about what it might be. I'm sure they're happy with McDaniels. He's a great young offensive mind. I thought Flores was a good head coach too, and yeah. he's back as a defensive coordinator now, but yeah, we, I think we got to wait and see what comes out of that and, one. And uh, go look at the players he had on that team compared yeah. to the players on this team. It's a little bit different team, my man, Kevin. Tyree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very different for sure. Enjoy the uh, double dip of Monday night or go see Connor Halley at the uh, North Brewhouse, 97th Street, 127th Ave. Talk about all the games tomorrow. Set up McDavid and Dry Settles preseason debut on Wednesday. Here is the con man and a sports 1440 update brought to you by Ewell. From LED lighting audits and retrofits to design-built distribution systems, Ewell Service can give you the edge you need to impress your clients. E W 
E-L.ca. Have a good night. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 